Parker Speed. I'm Gene Lance. That's our applause machine going off over there. And we like to start off the program for everything for working people. I'm Bonnie Mathias. With Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. And we start our program with things that working people can do. There's a March for Kids today. Yes. Starts in Tarrant County Courthouse at 6 p.m. And today is the anniversary of the Nat Turner Slave Rebellion, which was something that shook up the world when it happened in 1831. And that's why I put it on my podcast this week. Oh. My podcast is available on SoundCloud, and it's called Workers Beat Extra. Excellent. Also today at 3 p.m., they're going to get a SOAR chapter started. Now, SOAR is S-O-A-R. Right. And it, and it stands for uh, Steelworkers Retirees. That's right. They're and they are going to get started today at uh, Local 895. That's awesome. So, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they'll let me attend. September the 2nd at 7 p.m., the College of Complexes Zoom Free Speech Forum with Labor Speaker Gene Lance. Wow. Contact Tom Berry at 214-738-3386. September the 5th at 10 o'clock a.m., Pathways Universal United Universal Universalist Unitarian. Unitarian, It's Unitarian Universalist Church Service. With labor speaker, Gene Lance. Contact Mary McMahon. It's McMahonMary621 at gmail.com. And that's labor in the pulpit, okay? Uh, Labor in the pulpit is very... I've I've actually uh, had the pleasure of of serving in several church uh, services. If your church or organization wants a speaker, get in touch with me because uh, we have a... Speaker service for That's the right. Dallas AFLCO. If you can get a labor speaker next week during the Labor Day period, and that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. On September the 6th, I think at 9.30 in the morning, although we're not quite sure of the time, the Dallas Labor Day breakfast will be on Zoom. They're not going to do it. we got to have it face Because it's too because. dangerous. Union people do not risk the lives of our members. So we're not going to be meeting inside. September the 6th at 11 a.m., the Dallas Democrats Labor Day picnic at Ernie Roberts Park, 515 Pleasant Run Road, DeSoto, Texas. September the 6th at 1 o'clock, the Tarrant County AF of LCIO presents Splash Days celebration at a water park at 405 North Las Vegas Trail in White Settlement. September the 20th, we think, is the expiration of the American Postal Workers Union contract. Keep your eye on that because it has far-reaching consequences. September the 28th is National Voter Registration Day, and I have a lot of plans for that. Yes. What are are your plans? Well, uh, we're putting together some programs with the uh, Democratic clubs throughout throughout the county, so there will be more information to come. So a lot of things are going to be happening. Yes, and Dallas County Elections Department is involved as well because this is a nonpartisan effort, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just that's what it is. Are you available to be a speaker for somebody for Labor Day? I, I could be. You could do You've done it before. I have done it before. And a lot of churches like to get people on the day before Labor Day. And this particular uh, year, it falls on September the 5th. 5th which is a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So uh, if your church or your organization wants a labor speaker, get in touch with me. Gene Lance 19 at gmail.com. And please don't wait till Saturday night to call <laughs> Gene or email him because that ain't happening, kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've already got two of those gigs. So, Good for uh, you. That's yeah, excellent. And, and we could get more people. And we could, we could uh, really make a big deal out of Labor Day. And, and take it away from the department stores. Right. Because the department stores, they want you to think Labor Day is just a day for you to go buy for stuff. Back to school. And, and that all that is other. Not That's fair. not what it's about. It ain't right. No, it ain't right. We want to thank everybody for helping us with the fun drive, which was just over with. And I and, have. And you got some special announcement, Bob. I have a very special announcement. Our listener, our guy that pledges to our show, Charles yeah. Foster of Sunnyvale won the friggin' the 14th row Rolling Stones tickets. He got tickets to the Rolling Stones? Yes, 
15th row. That is wonderful. Jeez, Louise. All right, Charles. Way to go, man. Yeah. His wife has seen the stones before, but he is not. He so also is he is very excited. I've never seen the stones of you. No, my husband has, but I haven't. 972-647-1893. It's a talk show. We're supposed to let you talk. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene and Bonnie. Hi. Good morning, Imani. The first donor and the first the first guy that's always behind us is Imani. Yep, that's yep. right. He's always right there for Worker's Beat. What's up well, today? I have to be. I mm-hmm. have to be because I want to tell you, I remember, see, a lot of people don't know the history. Uh, 1970, I think before I was just going back into the Navy, I had just got into the Army. Of course, when I was in the Army, I was in Vietnam, I was Special Forces. And the first thing that they did when we went out, we, we closed off the, 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 the we, cut, we destroyed the bridges, we destroyed the, the electrical system they were trying to communicate. Then we then our job was to capture anybody and take them into a questioning. We were going to holes and stuff. And also, our next thing was, I was a reconnaissance, I was special forces. And most times, and what, what I'm worried about, and that's why I call, because I am so worried that they're gonna cut off one of my favorite stations for communications. Because if we people, especially the poor people, Dr. King said, Dr. King wasn't killed for black people. He was killed because he was going to help the poor people. Mm-hmm. And and then thank you for your, your history lessons because we are reading together. Because I'm gonna tell you what, we are right now, we are so close to losing our country. Uh, 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 we're on the eve of 1860. And if we have 1860, if you remember what the war was started about, it wasn't started about the, the North and the South and black people. States' rights. They keep saying states' rights. Yeah, states' rights. These are people, these people hate states' rights. Go ahead. Well, it's about the powerful. If you remember, they do the reading a little bit. 1816, 19, when they brought five black slaves over here, I figured out how they're going to build this beautiful, wonderful country. Then they brought five, no, five, one white overseer, which is the Caucasians. They laid out all the prisons and stuff, they, people they didn't want. And they sent them over here to guard. They call them, we call them our overseers. Yeah. And then they, then they went on that. The same people that's using us to fight against each other, I'm talking about all my brothers and sisters, See, I'm black, but there's a lot of white guys from Mississippi, Alabama, Texas, all these red states that let's make America great again, people. You fought in Vietnam. You got drafted. You didn't have the way to run. Mm-hmm. So all the draft dodgers are in charge now. Uh-huh. So You're right. In charge, even, even, my, even my president, he's a draft dodger, and, and all the people <laughs> that are running the show. The former so, president. The former a, president. Yeah. All right. Bush and Clinton and all those guys, those are draft those are the people like George Washington, the wealthy people that needed us to fight against each other so they could build this country. Yep. And I'm yep. going to let this go, but please, I will pay my pledge. I'm, I'm a disabled veteran. I will pay my pledge on around the first. I will bring it there. Oh, thank you, Imani. He always does, too. He brings it, and he, he brings it in cash. That's right. He thank you, He brings it right you, up Imani. here and hands it to him. Thank, you, thank you so, so much. much. Appreciate you. I have noticed, Bonnie, and I hope you have noticed too. All of the news about Afghanistan. Yeah. Everybody used to, a year ago. Everybody was complaining <laughs> that we're in this war. We're in this. We, we want to get, get out of this we war. We want to get out. So we're they stopped the war. No celebrations. Instead, everybody starts saying, "Okay, they stopped the war, but now they've got to get everybody out." So now they're saying that we don't like it because we don't like the way the war ended, and we got to get everybody out. And it's hard to get people out. That is true. After they get them out, yes, there will be one or two or three spies or or terrorists will slip through. You know, of course. And then they'll be complaining about that. They'll yeah. say, "Well, no, they should have held them back. Yeah, they should have held them back yeah. longer." So no matter what they do, somebody's going to complain about it. And when those Afghani's start coming into the United States, the people who all said. We can't end this war. We've got to keep the war going. They're all going to be saying, don't let them come in here. We can't I don't want no brown. foreigners. We don't want no brown people in here. No yeah. more brown people. You yeah. know. 
But, you know. So it's just, it's just gripe, 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 gripe. When is somebody no, going to celebrate? They ended the war. They got no solutions. That's all they got is to complain because they got no solutions. I wish I wish people would celebrate. They, they ended the war, and Absolutely. I think that's a good thing. They ain't killing each other. Thing. They ain't get, they, our people ain't getting <sighs> killed. Their people ain't getting killed. Right. So somebody ought to say something good about it. We just did. 972-647-1893. You can weigh in on this or any other topic. We're glad to hear from you. Okay. Good morning. Thanks for calling Canna Win. Hello. Good morning. Hey, what's going on, Bonnie? Dean. Hi. Good morning. Hey, yeah, this is Joe. This is Joe. Everybody need a cup of Joe. Everybody. Oh, good. Yeah. Just on that topic you just touched on about the war, uh-huh. it was a guy about two or three days ago dropped a piece of intel information. He said they had prior warning that the thing was going to collapse fast. Uh-huh. And they was telling Americans to get out. But he said a lot of them people, they had business connections or they was worried about their job, their promotion. Mm-hmm. And he said they say that a minimum says they're going to stay to the last minute. Uh-huh. They're going to stay to the last minute. And so now you got a lot of them screaming and hollering. Will I, how will I get out? You're going to get me, save me, whatever you. We are chasing corporate dollars oftentimes way too much to our own peril. And then we get a lot of people in trouble. Mm-hmm. America got to stay out of these countries like they've been doing. We can't police the world. And we got a lot of cleanup here. We need. Oh, to. We okay. got a pandemic. Let me put, let me just put it to you one one kind of an either or kind of question. Are you glad they ended the war in Viet- in uh, Afghanistan? Oh, 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 I'm super. I, I'm I'm as happy as a frog in a snake free lily pond. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty happy. That's very happy. <laughs> All right, I wanted to get that straight. Go ahead and finish up. We got people yeah. waiting. Yes, sir. Yeah, that that uh. That war has lasted 20 years and some months. Mm-hmm. It covered four presidential administrations mm-hmm. and Biden made number five. Yep. We had no choice. It ended sloppy, but we had to get the heck out of that. All right. Amen. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Joe. Have a great Good morning. Day, Thanks man. for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, G. Yeah, G. This is Al Smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Monday's anniversary. They talk about your Washington. You know that, don't you? Well, go ahead. Monday. Go ahead with your point. Monday, I was three thirty. to his talk about your watch. Dr. Martin Luther King gave his eye. I would speech. I remember the old peace movement we used to be in. You know, the old Cross Gabby Church, you know. Mm-hmm. At the same month when we went to Washington, D.C., I was two third, nineteen eighty three. you know, on the bus. All right. All right. Scott King, uh, Rolling in the road, I rode out. You are hating all the way with that. Peter Johnson, I was there. Why did you see? Thank you. It's just talking about your Washington, August Monday. I was there. 23rd, 1963. Okay. 14 years old. We walked around the school thing. We said, oh, God. All right. Yeah, the younger people might not know. That's that, right. That some of them, some of them, have been fighting for years and That's years, right. decades. We had a history lesson sitting right here in the in the studio last week with a young woman who was born in two thousand, mm-hmm. which I still find kind of freaked out. But <laughs> uh, we, I explained to her what Acorn was. She uh-huh. didn't know what. She'd never heard of it. Never heard of Acorn. Uh, yeah. So that's it. And I have I have some good news. Good news. Good news for CWA members. What's that? Uh, The district, our District 6, which is Missouri, Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, and Texas, uh, announced that they've reached an agreement with AT&T with the work from home extension effective immediately until September 30th, 2022. So this is Communication Workers of America. Yes. That's your union. Yes, sir. And you're saying they're getting a, an agreement. Yes, they just got an agreement. Uh, the fully executed work from home extension agreement until September 30th of 2022. Thank you to Claude Cummings and CWA District 6. Because they did good.
thank you. There are lots of members happy today. He's a brilliant man. I mean, we gotta. I gotta give him super credit, and I'm sure that this agreement is is company wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm 99.9 percent sure of that. And I bet it's good on civil rights too, because uh, uh, Cummings is not just a union leader; no. he's also a leader of the civil rights movement. That's right. And uh, I think he's a vice president of the NAACP. Yes, I believe for all he is. That. I believe the he Southern is. Poverty Law Center has announced though that there are still 198 schools around the country with Confederate-themed names. Georgia led the pack with 45, and Texas came in a close second place with 40. That came out of the Dallas Observer. We should be so proud. They are going to change the one near my house. Uh, John F. Reagan is going to be changed to Bishop Arts STEAM. I don't know what STEAM's got to do with it. It's a... Science, technology. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it's, it's STEM a, with one, one more. Yeah, with letter one in more. It. Yeah. Okay, John F. Reagan, of <laughs> course, was the judge who sentenced the first woman to be hanged in Texas, mm. and uh, that was in uh, 1853. And then he became the postmaster general of the Confederacy, and then they named a school after him over on Adams Street. And now they're going to change the name, and I appreciate that. That's good news. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Maybe you've got some good news or some bad news that you'd like to share. <laughs> it was a terrifying census for white nationalists, says the New York Times. <laughs> They're freaking out, man. Explain They're that, Bonnie. What do they mean? <laughs> well, for the first time in the history of census uh, in the United States, the white population is below 60%. And it's the first time it ever fell in yes, a census. first time it ever because fell. Because the, the non-white, <laughs> what else can you say? Because non-white people are... They have more kids. They have more kids and they're advancing mm-hmm. and they're, by God, they're just, a lot of them are just smarter than we are. So the United States is becoming a diverse country in spite of all of the white nationalists who... Uh, have been carrying guns around here and strutting around and trying to scare and they're, everybody. they're freaking out. Okay, mm-hmm. I, found, I figured out what STEAM is. Science, technology, engineering, the arts, and mathematics. They added arts. Yes, Because it was science, arts. technology, engineering, and mathematics. Right, and they added the arts because okay. that's part of it. And, uh, and it's a school... It's just one of the many schools that is changing its name it's from the Confederacy. Yeah, it's a terrible. But I have found out, speaking of racism, <laughs> let's bring up Governor <laughs> Dan, Lieutenant Governor oh, Dan Patrick. My God. He was asked about the surge in coronaviruses during a Thursday night appearance on Fox News. And Republican Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said, quote, African Americans. African Americans who have not been vaccinated are the biggest group in most states. So if you had. That's Bonnie's. That's uh, wrong answer. Wrong answer. Yeah. Uh, So if you were wondering why everybody's worried about the coronavirus, it's African Americans, according to Republican Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. But the statistics say, like Mm -hmm. the real deal statistics say, that the largest population unvaccinated persons in texas are that's right boys and girls white people we'll be right back we're going to take a quick break we're back on the workers beat with the beautiful bonnie matthias oh he's so sweet bonnie make a pitch for labor in the pulpit you know it's really important i i need everybody to understand jesus was a laborer Mm-hmm. Jesus was He's an organizer. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was incredible. I mean, he was a community organizer, community mm-hmm. activist everywhere he went. And he uh, he preaches love and and uh, you know, service. We take mm-hmm. care of each other. It's sort of like the unions. Yes, and that's exactly where I was headed. It's just like la- labor. Mm-hmm. An injury to one is an injury to all. Uh, I mean, that's just one example of of a union slogan mm-hmm. that uh, I've learned over my years in, in the labor movement. Uh, and it's just, it, they go hand in hand. They really do. So people should try to get a speaker for the Labor Day period. That's right. In your church or your organization, mm-hmm. if they're interested in finding out what labor is really about or what Labor Day is really about, and they don't want to just talk about the sale down at mm-hmm. the local Sears, then <laughs> Sears. Uh, then possibly 
<laughs> you know, Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't think there's any Sears stores left, is there? <laughs> well, whatever store it is, uh, you can you can have a speaker actually on labor. That's Get in touch right. with me, Gene Lance right. nineteen at gmail.com. Lance is spelled funny. It's L A N T Z Tango Zulu. 19 at gmail.com. We better take this caller before they leave us. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? You on the air? Good morning. Uh, Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Gene and Bunny. Hi. <laughs> you know what I was just thinking? I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in America. America, like I said, all them Afghanistan, they were 40,000 of them. What well I remember cooking in the day I, I believe it was in fifty six or fifty one when they had to upride over there in Hungary and all the Hungarians come to America. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't know though. I was thinking about I mean, when I used to make the movie back long in the year. We what's the thing on we take and put some cold oil on it or some raw oil on it and keep on going. Mm-hmm. One day I brushed my finger. They came to the hospital. I went in the room near the COVID. They put a cast on my door. I went back. I walked around about two weeks. I didn't do nothing. Just walking around. Here. So look, I had a, a cast on my door. And so a lot of workers got mad with me. Like, what you doing? You want? You want to be there with the ball, man? I just know this. This with that. Uh, all them people are gonna come over here like, <laughs> like I told a bunch of Nigerians the other day. Mm-hmm. I said, mean, why everybody want to run to America? America ain't clean. It's not that. It's not that great. When they get here, they'll find out it's not that great. I guess. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I don't. I don't know. When I think about. With hurricanes, so you, we in hurricanes. We in the hurricane up there now in New England, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First time, first time one been up there in so many years. But I've been in three or four different hurricanes. <laughs> well, it's going to be a little scary on the East Coast. Uh, the young yeah, woman. They got, one, they got one landing today, I think, on, on the East on Coast. Ray. Yeah, yeah, on Ray. On Ray. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thanks so much, James. Thanks for calling. I want to say one more thing about Afghanistan. Because we just finished our front drive, and we were always talking about how we should try to keep the workers beat on the air. Mm-hmm. And we say that's because you don't get the straight news. That's right. One thing that people should realize after 20 years in Afghanistan, about whether they like going or whether they don't like going or whether they want people out or whether they want people to stay in or whether they're worried about more terrorism or whatever— one thing that we sure should certainly have learned from the news over the last two weeks about Afghanistan is that they lied to us. <laughs> the news persons have lied to us about Afghanistan for 20 years. Now 20 they're years. all saying, yep. oh, yeah, we told you this uh, last week, but, no, but that wasn't right. Uh, now we got to say this. And uh, They've been lying to us for 20 years. On foreign policy... <laughs> The news agencies in America just repeat whatever they hear from the State Department. That's right. The State Department tells them, here, you go say this, and they go say it. And they don't ever say, this is a lie, this ain't so. <laughs> and uh, that's one thing. That we you do. <laughs> now there's a headline in the Washington Post. I like this headline. It said, 20 years of America's self-delusion about Afghanistan. It wasn't self-delusion, no. Mr. Newsperson. No. It was you who was deluding us. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah, you're the deluders. Yeah, they deluded us about what was going on in Afghanistan, and now they're coming out with all this stuff, and they're saying, oh, well, America is self-delusional. We didn't self-delusion ourselves. <laughs> we got told stuff we got, that was yeah, lies. You, you lied to us. Mm-hmm. 972-647-1893 if you want to get your we got one. two bits in. Good morning. Hello? Good morning. I got cut off to some of you. Oh, I'm sorry. But uh, I've been a I was working on a store media for Louis Hamster, and uh, we used to stop when we, we feel that chain uh, we cut the chain off and pull all the lumber or that green lumber off of the chain and go back to work. But that even we went to work, they told us, God, they don't stop that chain tonight. They picked it, but we couldn't stop the chain. And when the chain got pulled, it caught us far. Oh, 
So I went to the restroom, wasn't on the toilet, but in the restroom. My office was closed, but just look, I kept the new place where it worked. I went back out my new place. Went on back. Yeah, they come when I was check. I'm telling us home. About 2 30 in the morning. Oh. And that Monday morning, we got to work. I saw him just standing about four or five, sitting out, standing around that, talking to everyone's stuff. I don't know what this is, right? And here they come. We born now, they fought. Four people, me and the big old guy. And we born now, and y'all was talking, you was a bad in class. I mean, yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and uh, that when they first started banging, they was, of course, they were already working them anyway. Working those little Spanish, whatever you want to call them. All right, we appreciate your call. Thank you. Thank and you got so somebody much. Waiting. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can Win. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, uh, good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning. And going back to Afghanistan. Yes, sir. The thing that really hit me is all the money they spent. Uh, mm-hmm. Three trillion with the teeth, uh, three trillion dollars. I have that's our money too. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have problems wrapping my mind about how much a million dollars is, a, a trillion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it's it's so killing. Like if you just look at the history, that place has been invaded and occupied at least ten times in history. Mm-hmm. They they used to that. Everybody know? keeps and, trying. Yeah, uh, you think that you're gonna go in there and. Uh, and take over and make everything smooth for democracy. That's one of those lies that uh, Democrats and Republicans have told us and mm-hmm. are still trying to push down our throat. Mm-hmm. You know, they t- talk about making the world safe for democracy. You ain't got democracy here. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's just so killing. Uh, you, you think we wasted our money? You, absolutely, that is mm-hmm. the word wasted the money. And then I just blame, uh, they're blaming Biden for it today, and some people are trying to blame Trump, but it actually was Bush that done it. That would be. Yeah. And what was that woman's name that voted against it? Barbara? Uh, Barbara Lee. Barbara, Barbara Lee, Lee. Yep. that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Out of California. Yep. Uh, and if you go back and look at Vietnam and you see what happened when the U.S. left Vietnam, you knew the same thing was going to happen yep. after 20 years in Afghanistan. Where, where, what are people thinking about? Anyway, I'm going to hang up and let you go to the next caller. Oh, Thank you. Appreciate Thank you, you so much. Appreciate you. That is so true. I mean, we knew. We knew from the beginning what was going to happen. Uh, unfortunately, Things don't always work out the way that yeah. you have it planned. A lot of veterans are feeling bad about this because they're not just they, they didn't just spend money on this. They spent time yeah. and and courage and effort. And I'm not just talking about the veterans that went over there to the suck, but also the veterans uh, of all veterans Absolutely. who spent time in the American military. They're all feeling pretty bad about this. The Union's Veterans Council has shared a list of, of resources. Good. So the Union Veterans Council is a pretty good source. Uh, and they're not just crazy like what, what comes out of the government. I love those guys. Things. They're so awesome. I'm, I'm, I've heard them speak about the Union Veterans Benefits for... Mm-hmm. That's Adig, uh, is yeah, that guy's yeah. name? He's, William Adig. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's very good. Smart young man. Somebody brought up money, and that made me think of this, but let me give the phone number first, or you give it, Bonnie. 972-647-1893. Somebody brought up money. Jay Adar, Adair of Copart Incorporated made $25,766,923 last year. And so he, he, took the, he took the award for the highest CEO pay. He made $25 million. I don't know what you made. But you could compare uh, that to $25 million he made. No. Now, somebody from Next Star Media, and this is, I think, a radio, radio uh, bunch, he made $23,564,264. How many people did he lay off? I don't know, year? but his, that was 398 times the median salary of his employees. He made nearly 400 times as much as they did. Wow. And you're going to love this one. There's a guy named John Stanky. Stinky, oh, stinky, 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 stinky. Of AT&T. <laughs> this is your former employer. Yep. He made $21 million, and that was a pay cut for him, yeah, I think. Yeah, poor baby. And John Rittenmeyer 
from Tenet Healthcare took a big pay cut down to $16.7 million. Oh, my God. This is the guy they've been picketing. The nurses have been picketing him because they're working them to mm-hmm. death mm-hmm. up there in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. The Massachusetts nurses have been picketing Tenet Healthcare because its, it's headquarters is here. You know, and he made $16 million. And Darren Woods of ExxonMobil, who has kept all the workers from a, a refinery in Beaumont, he has kept them locked out since May the 1st yep. without a cent, yep. starving their children. And he made, he got he took a pay cut, and he only oh, made $15.6 million last year. So congratulations to Mr. Woods for $15.6 million while you are making the children hungry in Beaumont, Texas. Well, you know, there was a, a an article in the Dallas Morning News. I did write a letter to the editor, and I was mm-hmm. not surprised when they did not print didn't, it. They didn't print it? What did it say? Uh, it was about the article that was in last Sunday's paper about 30 top CEOs take pay cut. Oh, is that it? And then they took it all the way down to 15 yes, million. Yes. And and there <laughs> there was one that really caught my eye. First Cash. First Cash is a check cashing mm-hmm. slash payday lender. Yeah. Uh, a loan shark, in other words. Yeah, a loan shark. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That CEO makes 982% more than the median employee. Nine hundred percent. Nine hundred and eighty-two percent. So they made a dollar. He made nine hundred dollars. That's right. Nine hundred and eighty-two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. It's a shame they do keep track of it though, and uh, it sucks the money out. Of, ooh, <laughs> those those guys are sucking the money out of our neighborhoods. Oh, we okay, have. Okay, we caller. have a caller. Good morning. Okay. Thanks for calling K N O N. Glad to hear from you. Yes, sir. I got a comment on uh, Afghanistan. Go ahead. Uh, Well, you know, going back to when the CIA was financing the Mujahideen. Oh, yeah. You're going back two or three governments ago. Right. When the United States was messing around with them in another way. Okay. That's it. And it's all tied together, I'm sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know for sure, but I'm a common sense person. And when uh, their leader was assassinated by a film crew with a bomb in it, uh, with a bomb in the, in the camera, uh, they uh, joined uh, the Taliban. Hmm. And so all the money that, that the CIA spent, I think it was like $10 billion, was, was gone. And if that was a red flag, then we'd go in to get bin Laden, and I was all for that. Everybody was. But after that happened, we should have uh, thought about an exit strategy. We, we should have had an exit strategy then. Uh-huh. But we got into nation building. And, you know, I, I, when I was in the military, i come home and I'd listen to uh, what was going on at home. Everybody does. Yeah. Well, I, I can't help but think that when those Afghan soldiers that we trained went home, and they found what was actually uh, the thought, the common thought in the land, then uh, they knew that when the United States left, that it was just going to go back. So they just jump and run like a bunch of scared rabbits. But they knew, they knew that they, they had no choice, so to speak. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not justifying them running. Uh, it really gets me. Uh, uh, that they did that, but they did. But it's just, it just went back, it goes back a lot further than just what's going on now. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you listening to me. Well, let me ask you something before you get off. Uh, we do have people waiting, so I'm going to have to hurry. But are you glad or sad that they ended that war? Uh, I'm glad. All right, I'm me glad. too. Thank it you for... Thank you for your opinions and your and your knowledge. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Oh, we lost that one. Okay. Took too long. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Uh, Hi. Yeah. The 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 main problem with uh, why the Afghan army deserted or whatever, the corruption in the American backed governments. Uh, Karzai and this guy they have now mm-hmm. so bad that the Taliban told the 
working class Afghani that you're not getting any money from the government. You get with us, you'll get something. The United States did not hold the Afghan government accountable for all the billions of dollars they were pouring into the country mm-hmm. being distributed equitably to the working people, the common mm-hmm. people. So, so, so are you glad or are you glad or sad that the, the war's over there? Are you on you on the same side I yeah. am, which is I'm glad it's over. Well, one general said we got thirty thousand troops in South Korea. We only had three in Afghanistan. Uh huh. You see what I'm saying? I so see. We can maintain thirty thousand troops for for ever since the end of the Korean War, mm-hmm. and then we got three thousand. You know, you said, well, I never thought about it like that. So yeah. in, if you had kept the 3,000 there, you would still have some sense of stability instead of chaos. Well, I, so, I, I'm sorry. So, Go ahead. So I, ahead. I, get the, I get the impression that you're glad the war's over, but you don't like the way it ended. Is that right? Yeah, it was mismanaged. Mm-hmm. The, the, I see. The, 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 the decades of funding... Mm-hmm. that the United States was providing to the Afghan government, it was too corruptly managed. It, it went to oh, yeah. people, and it wasn't spread out enough across the population. So, so it's not it's not just the way it was ended. You, you think the whole conduct of the United States in Afghanistan was, was suspicious then, right? It was mismanaged because mm-hmm. there were several experts that were coming on public broadcasting mm-hmm. talking about how the corrupt how corrupt the, the Afghan government was. Yeah. And this enabled the Taliban to say they're corrupt. They're stealing all this money. You're not getting any of it. All Why right. don't you get what up? All right. And, so it was it was mismanaged from the beginning. We got to take a break. Thanks so much for your opinion. Good morning. Uh, go ahead, Pierre. Take us a break. Oh yeah, we will take a break. And okay. We'll be back. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> We're back on the workers' beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Now everybody else has had their opinion on Afghanistan, including mine. Bonnie, what's yours? I think we are forgetting that uh, Donald Trump went and negotiated with the Taliban. And he left out. And he left out. Left out the Afghan government. That's right. Mm -hmm. So the Afghani government, he said, well, they're going to let, he's going to let the Taliban take over anyway. Mm -hmm. And I believe he let those 5,000 terrorists out of prison back into Afghanistan uh, oh, he also released the guy in 2018 that was the head of the Taliban that had been in prison, but he let him out. Mm. So, so this was all done before Biden got it. Absolutely. And I promise you, the Taliban has promised these Afghani fighters, if you'll lay down your arms, we will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So did they lie? Probably. <laughs> we'll find out. In the we'll find days. out. I mean, but don't blame Joe Biden for what is going on now. It is not his fault. Well, he, I like the last guy I said it was a nasty mess for the whole 20 years. Well, congratulations. It was. And mm-hmm. you made it nastier, you jerk. I want to talk about something else entirely because okay. there, there's a couple of bills coming up in the Congress. One of them is infrastructure, which we are totally for. Yes. And the unions are backing it 100%. 100%. The other one is the budget bill, or they call it the reconciliation bill for some reason. But uh, both of them are very, very good from the point of view of working people, and we are sure hoping that they manage to get it together and pass some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, from the point of view of retirees, which I'm especially interested in because I'm a retiree, uh, we are especially interested because Biden has thrown his support behind bold reforms to slash drug prices. See, when they pass the bill on drug prices, Mm -hmm. it's a prescription Part D of uh, Medicare. Medicare, right. Okay. They made a deal that said that you cannot negotiate the price. You have to pay whatever the drug prices want, whatever yep. the drug companies want. That was the deal. That's and they passed they it yeah. through Congress. I went, oh, yeah, okay. Eddie Brees Johnson was here on this station denouncing it that same morning. Yep, yep. They passed it like 3 o'clock in the morning, and yep. it was 7 or 8 o'clock when we, were, when we were on the air. She was on here explaining that they had just passed a bill to pay the drug companies anything they want. That's right for their drugs, and so they are going to try to get it so they can negotiate drug prices. And other things that are in the same bill, the budget bill, 
would allow Medicare to pay retirees for their vision, hearing, and dental. That which we have never had that. That would be huge because, you know, we have a lot of our seniors cannot afford to get their teeth fixed. Yeah, I know. They can't afford to get glasses. Yeah. If their glasses break, they're taping them back together. Yeah. They can't afford to get hearing aids. My God, hearing aids are outrageously expensive. $1,500. Uh, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, so these bills would help retirees yes. tremendously. The Alliance for Retired Americans is for them. The voting rights issue is so big and so terrible oh. that we're not talking about the fact that there are some good things on the horizon if yeah. we can just get them passed. If and there are two really good voting rights bills. And there is also a bill to, to make it possible to organize unions again. <laughs> the PRO Act. Yeah, the yes. uh, Protect, protect the, the right, right to, to organize. organize. Yeah. That's right. So there's there's some very good bills in Congress that we would really like to see passed, and we're all for them, and we're doing everything that we can. That's weird. 972-647-1893. If you want to get your opinions out, you don't have to listen to bodies and minds. You can go right ahead and bring yours in, 972-647-1893. To any, to any of my friends that may be listening in California, Mm-hmm. Please take care of that ballot you got in the mail. Uh, please take care of it and keep your governor. Mm -hmm. Don't let that right-wing nutbag come in there and try to make your state into Texas. It's worse. It's even worse in Georgia. The uh, oh. state legislature, which is all Republicans, is taking over Fulton County elections which is because it's Atlanta. all Democrats. Yeah. And uh, that could happen here in Texas, too, because all the major cities in Texas vote Democrat, even mm. Fort Worth. And so uh, if the state legislature, which is mostly Republicans, takes it over, as they did in Georgia, they already did it, uh, then they're, what they're doing is trying to stop people from voting. Yep. They're trying to stop poor people from voting. And when you when you ask them about it, they say they're doing something else. No, we're, we're protecting people. And nobody mentions that they are lying brothers and sisters, lying, telling lies, and being liars. You know, I, I really want to see somebody's pants catch on fire. 972-647-1893. <laughs> this may sound off the topic. Worker productivity grew 4.3% in the first quarter and in the second quarter at 2.3%. So in other words, you should have got a raise of 4.3% <laughs> in the first quarter and you should have got 2.3% growth in the second quarter what's that 6.6 it's actually more than that because yeah. the, because the second quarter adds on to the first quarter right so uh you should have gotten a raise at least six and a half six point six percent in the last six months did you get a raise well i don't think i did i don't I think about it i didn't either nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three if you figure out productivity <laughs> First of all, what is productivity? It's the amount of wealth that you produce in one hour. The amount of wealth that a an average worker produ produces in one hour. Mm -hmm. And if you produce 4.3% more, you ought to either get 4.3% more money for it, yeah. or you should get some kind of a cut in your hours. Yeah. So that you're working more, so, so that you're still you're you're producing the same amount of wealth. Well, I can show you if you if you go back in the productivity schedules, I can show you that between 1945 and 2009, your productivity went up 400 percent. In other words, you were making 400 times as much wealth, or four times as much wealth, for for them as you were back in 1945. And, and people were eating back in 1945. You know, well, we were, yeah, we were I mean, that, things weren't, I mean, things mm -hmm. were different, but not that much. But that money all went to somebody else, and that's why inequality is so bad all over the world, and especially here in America. I'm reading this book by Paul Krugman. He's I the like economist him. that got a Nobel Prize, mm -hmm. and he writes for the New York Times. I like him. And he goes over this inequality thing quite a bit because it's really, really bad. It is. It's horrible. Work, worker productivity, he says, averaged 3.1% from 1996 to 2004. Jeez. That's 3.1% every year. So it, so it accumulates. <laughs> and uh, 
and uh, and our didn't wealth get that money and our wealth does not accumulate. Yeah, what they should have done, what the unions should have done all along, was demand a cut in our working hours. So mm-hmm. by now we should only be working a couple of hours a day. I'm serious, and we'd still be making we'd the same still amount be making, of wealth. That's right. That's and they right. would still be doing just fine, yep. just as they were in 1945. They would still be doing. They'd still be the rich people, and they would yeah, still be getting cool. richer. That's right. But we would be we would be uh, reflecting our own uh, pro- changes in productivity. So. They didn't do that, of course. No, of course not. Instead, they locked out the steel workers at local 13243 at the ExxonMobil facility in Beaumont. They have not had a job since May the 1st. That's awful. And uh, Shame on ExxonMobil. Shame goodness. on them. Thank goodness uh, the rest of Texas is trying to help. Oh, and folks, if you're, if you're complaining about gas prices going up, <laughs> you might want to call ExxonMobil because well, as long as they keep those workers locked out, that means that plant is offline. Uh-huh. So and they're not getting if the, the plant ain't, all, ain't working, it ain't making gasoline. 972-647-1893. You still have a few minutes to call with your opinion. I want to... St- I got something on single-family housing. You want to say something, Bonnie? I just want to, I, I got to get it in before the end of the show that our listener, our listener, our pledger, Charles Foster of Sunnyvale, won the Rolling Stones tickets. We're glad he made a pledge. What? We were happy he made a pledge, but yes. I bet he's happy now. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? He's so excited. He Them was tickets are probably excited. going for, what, 100 bucks or more? Oh, Two. 200 or yeah. more? If you're lucky. Oh, not for the 14th row tickets? Oh, no. Those would have been way more than that. I want to talk about rent for a minute. Oh. Single family home rental costs in the Dallas area have risen by more than 11% Jesus. in the last year. So if you were renting a house, it's gone up 11%. Median home rental costs in the area are, are you ready for this? $1,788 a month. I remember I remember when we lived in Oklahoma City, my, my mother and four children, we paid $35 a month in rent, and I thought it was outrageous. When I first moved to Dallas in 1984, mm-hmm. 83-84, I had a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment mm-hmm. at Meadow and Central, and I paid $500 a month, all bills paid. What year was that? 84, 85, somewhere mm-hmm. around in there. I don't know what apartment, uh, I don't have the average cost of apartments right now. But a house like that, a two-bedroom house, $1,788. Oh, and you don't make that much. You have to get five people to live there so you can afford the, the rent. Nowhere in That'd America, nowhere in America can a minimum wage worker afford rent. It cannot be done. And and I'm sorry. Again, we're wondering why there's so many homeless people. Gee, I don't know. Why do you think? But uh, the oh. Texas legislature is concentrating instead on stopping women from having health rights and stopping poor people from voting yes. and ignoring the electricity grid problem yes. and letting the energy companies pass along all of the money that they want. That's right. So you get to pay for that outage that we yeah. had. You get to pay for that twice. And forcing your children to risk getting COVID. Attorney General Paxton plans to sue every school district and every school official who disobeys the governor's anti-mask mandate. So if you tell your children to wear a mask, General Paxton is after you. <laughs> so they, they, they have their priorities, and their priorities are making things uh, worse for Texas Killing your people. children. Uh, a, uh, one of the largest school districts in Florida, uh, Sarasota, mm-hmm. has bucked the governor in Florida and put a mask mandate in place. They are trying to make Florida worse than Texas. <laughs> Do you think they're going to win? It's, it's between know, Texas man. and Florida. It's, it's right there. It's Texas and Florida. If you've seen the COVID map, the entire southern part of the, of the United States is blood red, mm-hmm. which is... COVID cases. In other words, they have a lot of COVID. Yeah. 972-647-1893. We're running close to, to being out of time. Good morning. Wanna, thanks good morning. for coming. Thanks for calling KNOA. Hello? I was just talking about rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you got to pay, uh, pay two months for rent, plus the big deposit, which would be about $4,000. That's right. 
So that's what you got to have to be able to move into a place. Yeah, yeah, good point. Wow. Wow. So how are you supposed to get, how are you supposed to, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Now, a bunch of people is getting out there trying to get them hamburger jobs at night. So, so the, McDonald's or whatever, whatever they can work at, if they can find some cleanup jobs or whatever, trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting a, getting a second or a third job and trying to make it. See, we, that, there's yeah. something wrong with that picture now. Then everybody yeah, complains because there's too many homeless people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, yeah. I just want to let you know what was going on. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right, y'all have a good day. Thank, a good you. Thank you, sir. You too. You Wouldn't know, that's, get- a, that's crazy. Yeah. At a school in Austin, some parents physically and verbally assaulted teachers, and one of them oh ripped the mask right off of a teacher's face. Okay, Highland Park School District Board meeting, Board of Trustees meeting. A woman, a doctor, okay, a physician got up and testified and talked about how important masks were and vaccines. And a woman in the crowd jumped up and said, you're my doctor and you're fired. Is that right? I, oh my God. In Highland Park. 972-647-1893. We're pretty well out of time. Though. So it just proves there's stupid people everywhere. We want to thank Jennifer Ryan of Carrollton for admitting that she was one of the rioters at, in, uh, at oh, that's January right. the 6th. That's right, I was. She's a Frisco real estate agent. Is, Is that, that right? right? She yeah. lives in Carrollton. Oh, she lives in Carrollton. Yeah, what well, she is, she's a real, she works in Frisco, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. They had a lot, they had, they had more people from Collin County that was at the general's uh, January 6th riot than any other county, I think, in the country. God. Anyway, here's what she said now that she's been caught and now that she's <laughs> she's been having her trial. She says, quote, quote, now I see that it was all over nothing. Donald Trump was just having us down there for his own ego boost. <gasps> and that was in the... Oh, my God. God, something smart came out of, oh, see, well, that's scary. realize it. Well, you I can see people I'm... getting caught up and well, things like I, that. No, I really can't. <laughs> I can't see it. Yeah. I don't get it. The AFL-CIO elected a woman to run the labor yes. movement. Liz Schuler, go Liz, go Liz. And is it time for us to go, Bonnie? Uh, it's really close. Say goodbye, Bonnie. It's... Goodbye, Bonnie. Okay, great, great.